Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Stocks for beginners. How often do you get drunk if you go to the pub around the corner with your friends compared to when you go there with your wife? There is a difference. You know, there is a rule. If friends, then drunk. If wife, no rear. You know? So uh, these are all rules and you put them together. And this is technical analysis. You are technically analyzing yourself, your behavior and your outcome. Hi, and welcome back to Stocks for Beginners. I'm Phil Muscatello. Andrea Unger is the only person to have won the World Trading Cup Championship four times, and he's the CEO and founder of the Unger Academy, where he works to help traders automate their trading and take back their free time. He's been a full-time professional trader since 2001 and an honorary member of the Italian Society of Technical Analysis. I'm pleased to welcome him as a guest today. Hello, Andrea. Ciao, Phil. Ciao, everybody. Thank you for coming on. Now, this podcast is aimed at beginners, and we usually advise that people should avoid trading too often. In fact, most people would be best to start with simple ETFs and index funds. So let's start by looking at trading for all the wrong reasons. Well, Phil, uh, I, I believe uh, the wrongest reason to trade, which, which sounds weird, is to trade for money. Because uh, many people approach trading uh, dreaming of uh, their next Lamborghini. They want to find uh, either an extra salary or they want to become wealthy. They want a lot of money. And so they approach trading because the industry of trading is uh, sort of claiming it's an easy way to, to make money. And this is wrong because uh, they don't have any passion for this. It's like buying a, a lottery ticket for them. That has more choices, by the way, if you approach it this way. So they are just greedy. They want money, money, money. That's all they think about. And uh, they have no idea what, what they are doing, actually, because they don't even take their time to verify what's needed, what's necessary. You mentioned ETFs, index funds, but uh, this is not just about these are simple instruments. This is the point. They are simple, simple to understand. You know what happens when they move from A to B. Most people jump into complicated things like uh, uh, futures, options, cryptocurrencies, and they don't even know what happens depending on how they move. This is the problem. Because if you know what you are using, you can use everything. If you are an experienced driver, you can easily drive a Ferrari. But if you have never driven a car in your life, I mean, it's better if you go with a small car to start with and with somebody who is teaching you how to drive. This is the point. People don't care about getting the necessary knowledge when they approach the markets. This is something that people really do need to understand, that they have to learn about markets, whether they're going to be technical analysis or fundamental analysis. It takes a lot of time to learn these sort of things, and a lot of people are, uh, want to trade for the wrong reasons. So why do 80% of traders quit within the first two years? We normally mention about 80% of traders quitting. Um, 
they might be more, they might be uh, fewer. I can tell you exact numbers because I never know if they really quit or they're just taking a pause. But the point is, these people quit for two reasons. The first reason is people, of course, ignorance. Ignorance intended as lack of knowledge of what they're doing. So they lose money. Some people, after a while, make the money back. But the stress related to the whole process was so high so that they are happy to get the money back and they want to forget about this forever and they quit. This is a positive way to quit. But other people, and this is the, the bad news, uh, quit because they lose all their money. We call them quitters. Some of them even try to stick to this. I mean, they try to find solutions to go on to recover the money they lost. This is even worse. Sometimes to quit is the, the winning choice. You just quit. It's sort of a stop loss. Stop loss is you stop your losses and you forget about that thing. Stop loss is what we talk about when we talk about a trade. You are in a trade. You discover that the trade is wrong and you exit. At a certain level, you lose some money, but you stop your losses. Some people apply this even to the process of trading. And this is good because they recognize that it's not for them. It's something which is wrong. It's just, just something they don't have to do because they are not born traders, okay? But not even grown traders. They are not traders at all. They will never be traders. So they quit. But some others try keeping and they go on and they put more money. They try to find the money. They borrow money from friends or family. And this is terrible, believe me, because this is a process that really drives them to ruin. I'm not here trying to, <laughs> to put the black future for everybody, but you have to be very careful and to be realistic about things. If things go wrong, just let them go wrong and stop for going change things. Okay. It's like when you are in a wrong uh, relationship with somebody. The best thing sometimes is to, to cut this relationship, to quit, to separate, because it's, it's good for you, for your partner, and for all the people surrounding you. Same thing here. If you have a wrong relationship with trading, better quit. You will not be a loser quitting. You will be a winner because you recognize you made the wrong choice. Because a lot of people, it's to do with their own egos, isn't it? Because they, they think that they're going to make a lot of money. They're thinking about the money that they're going to make. And they need their ego to be confirmed by how they trade. But that's, that's not really about ego, is it? It is. Yeah, it's a double thing. On one side, they start already thinking about when they are rich. Okay, so they already try to figure out their new life. Yacht, Lamborghini, uh, if they are men, young girls, uh, if they are women, young toy boys, and so on, okay? And this is what they have in their mind. Then they discover it's not going like that. So the problem is that these guys have a double failure. They see their dream vanishing, and they start realizing that they are the cause of this, or they feel to be the cause, because all of a sudden, they feel that they are not able to do what they wanted. And here the ego comes in place because they don't admit that they are not good enough, let's say, for something. So many people succeeded because they were told about this, but it's not true. They believe so many people succeeded. How can I fail? I don't want to quit because I can make it. I enjoyed reading the About page on your Academy's website where you talk about you really want to make sure that you have the right people who are looking into your methodology. So what are you actually looking for? What are the people that you're not looking for at the Academy? I don't want uh, gold diggers because uh, uh, we are not selling dreams. I'm selling a method to study the markets and to build something that can work. But this 
method requires effort and uh, you have to, to sit down, study hard, learn and work to build your own knowledge. It's like when you go to the university, you know already it takes time. If you're a lazy guy, you will never sign up for the, some college, okay? So I don't want people who are looking for the dreams of richness, people who want the secret to make money in the markets, because there is no secret. The only secret is hard work. So that's all. You have to learn how to deal with the markets. That's it. I want motivated people. I want people who do this, not only for money. Okay, I told you money is the wrong reason, but of course there is money behind this because we are doing this to find a job. This is, will be our job, maybe. We'll do this for a living. So obviously we have to make money, but it must not be the driving reason for this. So when you don't do this for money, but you do this for passion because you want to discover what's behind the moves of the markets, how the market move, why, and how you can take advantage of this, how you can build your infrastructure to let this work for you, then these people, these are people who are looking for, because they are people who will be passionate and they will be never stopping their learning curve because they always will be curious about new solutions. These guys are those who also will be the most successful in doing so because they are really willing to put their efforts into this thing. Let's talk about the two type of students that you've had. First of all, the ones that something about them has raised alarm bells in your mind and you realise they're not the kind of students you're after. But then there's other students who you might have been wrong about as well, but they've turned out to be fantastic students. Oh, yes. We have so many students, so there are many funny stories. But uh, of course, I'm not a good salesman. I mean, I'm a terrible salesman because normally I try to keep people away from, uh, for adventure in the markets because I, I know that most of the people will never be good traders because they don't want to study for this. So normally I try to stop people who I feel will not be succeeded at all. I don't want them to, to waste their money. They say, I want to invest my money here. No, you're wasting your money because you will never be a good student. But I'm wrong sometimes. We got, for example, a guy, uh, Giuseppe, and uh, uh, when I, I st- he first came up with a very bad email against me, why are you teaching uh, if you are a successful trader and so on? So we started exchanging emails and uh, we became friends to some extent, even through, only through the internet. And uh, I told him, look, Giuseppe, I don't think you will ever be a, a good trader. Uh, you better look for something else. You have many interests. So don't do this because you will just waste your money. But he wanted to do so. He wanted to stay in this. And he did come into the academy. Now, guess what? He's building his portfolio strategies. He's succeeding. I'm so happy about him. I'm so happy I was wrong. I'm so happy that he was able to demonstrate that he was stronger than my thoughts against him. So this was a a real good and pleasant surprise to me. This is a case of a student who I thought was a wrong guy. And our student I have is Andrea, and he was also very polemical against the whole thing, not because he wasn't believing in what we were doing. He was believing and he invested his money, but because he had so many claims about everything. Most of the guys in, in the academy are annoyed by him, actually. But I, I always said that we have to listen to the to people complain because we can learn how to improve our products, how to improve our services. And uh, I started uh, talking to him through Telegram. And we are in contact now. And uh, I'm very happy because uh, he was one who was, of course, complaining and so on. But he was also hardworking. And he's now one of our best students. He started with a relevant amount of money, his training adventure. And in one year, he doubled his capital. 
which I'm not telling you that you can double your capital if you come to Academy in one year. It's just one case I'm telling you about just as a story. But he's really successful and he did this in a very clean and interesting way because he did everything in the right way. He just followed all the suggestions. In spite of his complaining of everything, he followed the path and he built his portfolio and his portfolio produced the right fruits because now he, he's writing to me, he's very happy. And now I have to, <laughs> to break him because I wait, Andrea, don't be too happy. A drawdown will come. Be careful. They always come. So don't be too enthusiastic. Uh, never increase your risk and things like that. But of course, this is another demonstration that when you do things properly, you will soon relate to find the results which you, you aim for. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So let's talk about the Unger Academy methodology. Um, I believe it's around rules and um, using these rules on which you base your trading. Yes. When I started trading, I also tried some discretionary trading and I felt lost more or less because the stress involved in making the decisions during trading was absolutely too high. I always felt I was doing the wrong thing. And even when I was succeeding, I felt too much stress. So I tried this rule-based thing with automated trading, which is completely automated. You build your rules, you put them in the software, and the software is trading on your behalf. So you don't have to do anything once you build all the systems that you have. And systems are based, based on rules. Some people think that having uh, an automated thing through the software is, uh, is a rough thing for nerds uh, or things like that. No, because uh, uh, I'm not a programmer. I just learned the necessary scripts, capability to put together the necessary rules. And um, this helps enormously. It doesn't completely cancel all stress related to trading because you are still experiencing stress because your money is in there. But of course, you don't have to make decisions during, during trading where stress is at the highest level. And rules who frighten people sometimes. Yes, how can you find the rules? Rules are just common sense rules put together on a what-if process, let's say. You ask some questions, what if I do this? And you test it. If it works, you can use it. If it doesn't work, you just quit it. For example, what if I buy at a breakout of yesterday's high every Tuesday? Just stupid example. And then I close this position at the end of a Tuesday session. As simple as that. I put it in the machine. I test it. Maybe 20 years of backtesting. If it shows promising results, I know it's likely to work also for the future. If it shows like a disaster, I will never use this rule. Maybe I look for the opposite. So I just take some basic working rules. What if I do, I test, and I look at the results. Obviously, you will never find the perfect equity line doing so, but you find what looks promising, and then you can work on it, you can refine it, and you can put it in a clean way. What's more important, that these kind of systems built this way 
are open. You know exactly what's going on. It's not a black box where you just hope it's working. You know exactly what is in there because you put it in there. Of course, these rules, all these what-if rules, don't come up in a stormy night <laughs> when I wake up uh, <laughs> sweating or so. No, they are all common sense rules that I already put into a file, into a function, so you can loop through the different scenarios and you can choose them. What I, I never do, I never take the results as granted. I always look at what rule was picked because I want to understand what's behind the whole thing. So I want to know, okay, I made this choice because of this reason, and this reason is something that makes sense to me. So I will put it together. And this is something that we should warn people about, is that there's many people who are selling what are known as black box trading systems, where basically you pay the money, you get the black box, which is a, you know, figuratively speaking, we're only talking about software here, and um, you start putting your money into this black box, and supposedly profits will come out the other end. This is not what you're offering. Absolutely not. Uh, it's a miracle box more than a black box. <laughs> These black boxes normally uh, look wonderful in the past. And normally uh, they are built to look wonderful. I mean, you can build something that shows great in the past. You just put too many rules in there just to fit what happened in the past. But we don't want this because we want something that is likely to happen also in the future. If you decide to put rules to go uh, walking in the park with your dog and you say, okay, I will go out if it's sunny, nice day, sunny, not too hot because my dog doesn't like the heat. I need a place where there's enough shadow and uh, I will go there at around 11 o'clock because uh, that helps when for preparing for the appetite for the lunch and so on. And you put all these rules together and you know your dog was happy. So you think that all these rules made your dog happy, okay? But you forget that the reason why the dog was happy was that he met another dog and he played with the dog that very day. You forgot this rule, which was the real reason of dog's happiness. And if you want to reproduce all these rules, which is very complicated, you go, you wait for the sunny day, you wait for the right temperature, you go there to the park, and your dog is sad. Why is the dog sad? Just simply because he didn't meet his friends. And you, you missed the real reason, just putting too many reasons together, but these reasons together don't reproduce the same effect. And you disappointed your dog, which is not what you want, obviously. In each episode, I like to talk about something and a concept that is brought up in the interview that will explain something to a beginner. And you talked about backtesting. What is backtesting? A lot of these kind of methodologies rely on looking backwards to see if they work. Can you just dig a little bit deeper in, into that for us, please? Backtesting is uh, verifying what happened under certain conditions and uh, analyzing the results. It's something we always do. If you tell me, for example, that you don't drink coffee at night because you won't sleep if you drink coffee, you made backtesting because you drank coffee in your life and you noticed that you didn't sleep after drinking coffee once, twice, three, four times. Then these are all the cases of your backtesting. So you backtest your capability of sleeping after having coffee in the evening, and you notice that it's better not to take coffee. That was backtesting. Same thing we do on, uh, on stocks, for example. We test the result of doing a certain action over and over again. What if we buy always on the... 17th working day of the month and we close the position at the first day of the next month. What 
happen to my portfolio if I did so? This is backtesting. Of course, we can do it manually or, which is easier today, with some software. There are many softwares out there. And we just put the rules into the software. We have a data inside the software as well. And the software analyzes all the situation. It is telling us what happened doing a certain thing. I always use backtesting because I want to understand if at least something worked. Then I can use something that worked in the past. Nobody wants something that never worked, of course. I mean, it's not granted it will keep on working, but at least we have some higher probability that we have something good in our hands. The kind of rules that you look at are based on technical analysis, which is a bit different to fundamental analysis. Can you explain just briefly the difference between the two? Well, fundamental analysis is looking into the nature of business and how it's going of a company. And it will probably show what it can produce, but we don't know how long, maybe in one day or in 10 years. Fundamental analysis needs some knowledge about economy and financial stuff. Technical analysis studies the moves and tries to understand if there is a logic behind the moves. I don't believe in the classical technical analysis charting because uh, I did demonstrate that this actually is more an illusion than anything. I don't want to go into depth now in this, but this is something that I did. And I showed that you can apply technical analysis to anything which is even not related to stocks and you have the illusion that it works. But there is a, a portion of technical analysis which is quantic analysis, quant analysis, where actually we look measuring things. It's still technical because we measure and we measure sort of statistics. How often does this happen when this happens? Okay. How often do you get drunk if you go to the pub around the corner with your friends compared to when you go there with your wife? There is a difference. You know, there is a rule. If friends, then drunk. If wife, no rear. <laughs> you know? So uh, these are all rules and you put them together. This is technical analysis. You are technically analyzing yourself, your behavior and your outcome. What happens to you, to your behavior? And this is in the market because the market is people trading the markets. It's traders. All these traders have a behavior. We started with this behavior. What happens after a huge fall in the markets? What happens after three months of continuous uh, uptrend? And all these things like that. Now, what happens if yesterday the market didn't go anywhere? What happens if yesterday it took a strong direction of 5% plus? All these questions have answers. And these answers give us a technical, because it's technical analysis, and quantistic behavior. We have numbers to measure behaviors. And through these numbers, we can build our decisions. So you prefer to go to pub with friends rather than with your wife. <laughs> Is this a collaborative process? Do you find sometimes that students will come up with rules or will change the rules and you think, hey, that's a great idea and I'm going to incorporate that myself? Actually, uh, yes. Um, on one side, it's not necessary because uh, I've built all the basic scripts to work on. Basic scripts means the scripts with the basic rules to enter the markets. And then you have functions in there to play around to pick all the different conditions that we have in this big file that we use to build the strategies. But uh, I had students who modified the big file. On one side, they created more defined conditions uh, to go back to the weather say sunny or cloudy, or somebody says 
slightly cloudy or some gray cloud, some black cloud. So they put all these rules inside. And some people even added rules, completely new rules, new patterns, new chart patterns, new combinations, just because they were curious and they put that at work, noticing that it worked. What I always focus my attention on and tell these guys, whatever rule you put into your system and new rules, make sure you understand the rule. Because if you don't understand it, it's dangerous. Is there something on your website or something that we can link to that will illustrate what we've just spoken about? Actually, better than the website, again, it's the blog. I have got many contributions, which are very useful, in my opinion, for beginners, because I'm telling them, I, I believe, I hope, the truth about trading. So the blog, um, blog.ungaracademy.com is um, a very useful resource. We've got tons of videos where I talk about uh, trading, even some technical stuff they could use, but uh, most uh, things related to trading and what not to do in trading, all things like that. So I think that's a very interesting resource to have a look at, and it's completely free. Yeah, that's great. Okay, we'll put a link in, in the show notes to that. And I think it's really important, and this is one of the most important things I've learned by doing this podcast, is what not to do. So many people don't understand. There are so many things. You weight the odds into your favor by doing. There's so many things that you don't do. Not doing wrong things is most important because you will keep on learning. But if you avoid the mistakes, you will be able to make mistakes tomorrow. But tomorrow is so important for traders. And just make sure that those mistakes aren't too costly as well. Oh, yes. In the very start of my career, I believed that uh, paid education was a waste of money. Because I thought, well, why should I pay somebody for something which seems to be so simple? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but then I understood that if you rely on a real trader, this is important. I mentioned that many of the gurus are not real traders, in my opinion. These guys uh, don't tell you about their mistakes, but you need somebody to let you know about all the mistakes they made so that you can avoid them. I also recorded a webinar, which is a good resource for a new buy, because in this webinar, I'm also telling you the path I went through from the very start to becoming a trader. It might be interesting if you put the link somewhere so that people can, can join. We'll put that on the blog post. So tell us about the World Trading Championships. How are they conducted and do they have penalty shootouts? Uh, <laughs> well, it was a challenge for me because trading might also be boring. I was convinced I could win that. Uh, I did. Uh, I wanted to win the trading championship to become an educator in the States because it was sort of a dream. I always enjoyed uh, teaching people. I wanted to become a professor in the university. <laughs> so you can imagine that. The championships, that's a tough thing because uh, there is one year, one year long competition. I mean, if you go for one month, you might be lucky and you might take it and bring it home. But in one year, you need a, a lot of luck. So it's much harder, much less likely to get coincidence in winning that thing. And um, no, there's no penalty. I mean, I know about people who have been disqualified because uh, there are strict controls to this. This is a real money contest. So uh, one side, obviously, you have to preserve your money, but they also care very much about their image and their reputation. So they closely watch what participants are doing. And if they notice that somebody is playing tricks, uh, this somebody is immediately disqualified. And it's not only, think about this. I heard about uh, a guy disqualified, not because he was working with two accounts, and he was taking opposite positions on the two accounts. This is the most classical trick, but it's also a stupid trick because in one year, you need always to get the wrong trades in one of the accounts, which is not very English. But okay, but this guy was building uh, positions in these two accounts, uh, which were not with the same instruments, 
but uh, with some correlated instruments so that most likely if one was going up, the other one was going up. But also in this case, which looked like a clean case, uh, he was disqualified because uh, they noticed that the operations were done to take uh, the maximum advantage of the competition. So they are very, very strict. But the competition is, is very interesting because uh, when you go through this, uh, you are put at the maximum level of stress because you have to do the right thing the right moment and in time because you have only one year is long uh, when I mentioned luck, but it's very short when you need performance. So you have to do things at the right time and to react on time to things that go wrong. In 2009, my second championship, after six months, I was break even because uh, all my strategies were not producing any money so far. And I had to make the right decision. I had only six months left, so I had to react fast. And uh, this uh, making decisions on time helped me enormously in my personal trading. Of course, in my personal trading, I don't trade with the same level of risk I take in the competition. Clearly, I'm not a kamikaze. But the way to react, to make decisions, to rebuild, rethink your your model, that, that helped me enormously. And all the experience I gathered in those championships was gold for my trading because it built me as a real trader. So tell us a bit more about the Younger Academy and where people can find out more information. The Younger Academy, on one side, follows my, as I mentioned, my desire of teaching. On the other side, is something that comes from, from the market itself because I was asked from many guys to put at disposal my, my knowledge and so on. So that was why the Younger Academy was born and it was born in a form you can see it today, which was in 2015. I had the lectures before that, but now... Me and uh, some former students of mine decided to structure this uh, in a more professional way, which is now the outcome of the Ungar Academy. And it's a place where you find many traders willing to build something that keeps on working on the markets. I don't teach any secret formula there. I just showing what I do, the way I do. And what I do is using simple rules to study the markets and then put these and other rules together to build systems to the work. As said, um, everything is automated. So we also have some parts where we teach about uh, the software. And uh, these are necessary just to know what you are using. But uh, of course, it's not something that requires uh, incredible knowledge about uh, programming. Because I, as I said, I'm not a programmer myself. It's not a place where you get easy money. It's important to know that uh, you find genuine information the real things I do and many of the students that we have do, but it's not something that you subscribe and in one week you are the next Warren Buffett. <laughs> Absolutely not. It's uh, for people willing to become automated traders, people who have software trading on their behalf, which doesn't mean they can lie on the beach under the sun. It's always good to keep an eye or uh, to have some monitoring of what you do. But uh, it's a way to decrease, not to get rid, but to decrease the level of stress. And it's a way to have numerical control of what you do, to build a plan, because a plan is so important in trading. When you run a business, you make a business plan. So why not in trading? Trading is a business. And this approach helps you to build a real business plan for your activity as a trader.
And the website? The website, ungaracademy.com, of course. But if you go through the, the blog that uh, I mentioned before or the webinar, of course, you'll find all the links. But you just go on ungaracademy.com. You can visit the About page as uh, <laughs> it seems that you got intrigued by that uh, yourself, Phil. Oh, I enjoyed reading it very much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my story as a trader is like a sort of an adventure. And uh, it's really interesting. If I look back, I can't believe what I went through. But now it's so many years past and... Uh, and now I'm sitting here as, as a trader, no longer as a wannabe trader. And I, I would be glad to listen to stories of students who went through similar paths, maybe with fewer mistakes than I did, maybe thanks to me. And I would be interested to listen to this because uh, these are always experiences of life and they are so interesting. Well, we'll put all the links in um, my blog post as well so that they can be easily found. But uh, Andrea Unger, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Phil. Stocks for Beginners is for information and educational purposes only. It isn't financial advice and you shouldn't buy or sell any investments based on what you've heard here. Any opinion or commentary is the view of the speaker only, not Stocks for Beginners. This podcast doesn't replace professional advice regarding your personal financial needs, circumstances or current situation. And thank you for listening to my podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 